0: I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey y'all, thanks for listening in again. Uh, This is another testimony episode. At this time, we're doing it with my friend. I say we, it's me. I don't know. It's just me over here, Um, but it's with my friend Hope Thomas uh, from our church, and this was a super fun episode to do. She's a lot of fun to talk to, and she's really a a great, genuine believer, just another lady that I look up to, so hope y'all enjoy. All right. Uh, Okay, so Hope, we've been going to church together. You said 2016 is when you came.
1: Right, yes. I actually moved to Georgia 2015. Started coming to Oakland Heights in about 2016. Where'd you move from? North Carolina.
0: No, I knew that. Yeah. I always know all the things people tell me, I feel like, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, okay, so you have two kids. Mm-hmm. How old are they? Um,
1: 15 and Cannon. <laughs> well, Gannon turns nine on Tuesday, so. Well,
0: happy yeah. early birthday to him. Yeah. Um, okay, so... You're also involved in some ministries at a church, one of them being American Heritage Girls, mm-hmm. and that's with Trail Life, right? Like under the thing. Yeah, well, the they're Club separate Life? but together. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like same organization? Well, completely no. different organization. What?
1: <laughs> completely different.
0: All right. Yeah. So you're you're head of American Heritage Girls, which is like a Girl Scouts. Yes. Uh, Christian based whatever okay and then you're also ahead of the ladies ministry yes at church Mm -hmm. and then you probably do other things that i don't even know i feel like every time i turn around you're doing something
1: just kind of bounce around
0: when you do all the things and i appreciate you i think you're great all right so thank you for coming and being willing to do the episode with me and to talk to people about your testimony and all that kind of stuff so tell us your story
1: all right, so um, I was born into a Christian family. Um, I don't remember a time when I didn't know of God. Like, I just always um, remember singing hymns and praying to Jesus to, like, heal my little boo-boos. No. Um, but um, I was born into a Pentecostal, um, like, Pentecostal um, slash Assemblies of God type um, religion. Yeah. But we never went to church. Right. (laughs) Um, My family, uh, both my parents are firm believers that you do not have to go to church to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. So we, we never, I actually don't remember, well, when I was little, like two years old and under, my uncle was a preacher and we went to like a family church. I don't know the story. I don't know. At some point he stopped preaching and I don't ever remember a time after that when my family went to church together.
0: Right. Um,
1: but. Um, but they they also were not wrong
0: to say that you don't have true. to go to church to go to heaven. Absolutely. But yeah. yes. <laughs> but um, still yeah, not good. <laughs> so, so
1: as a family, we never did actually go to church together. Right. Um, but one thing my mom did for me um, as a little girl, and I. I actually really wish I had done this for my kids, and I don't know why I didn't. Like, I, I think back now, I'm like, yeah, why didn't I do that? But um, <laughs> my mom had a set of the Bible on tape, um, cassette tapes, because I'm old. <laughs> and we had um, me and my sister, I have an identical twin sister, and we shared a room. And we had a tape player, and she had that Bible on tape, and it was like a dramatic reading of the Bible. So um, all the characters had different voice actors. And it had, like, um, all the the sounds, so you could hear the ocean oh, wow. and, like, all the animals and everything. So every night, from the time I was really, really little until, like, gosh, for a very long time, like 9, 10 years old. Yeah. Like, me and my sister would pick out which tape we wanted to listen to. So every single night, we listened to the Bible. Wow. And, um... So, like, even now, like, I can still hear verses in my mind. Like, so even when I'm reading the Bible, like, some verses, I don't read them. I hear them in my mind. That's so, so cool. Yeah. yeah. so it was really cool, and I kind of wish I had done that for my kids, and I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> but, like. <laughs> You're probably busy doing things. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but um, when I was maybe nine, almost ten, I don't know. Um, there was a TV show, too, um I don't know if anybody in the world besides me and my sister remember the show. It was called The Gospel Bill Show.
0: <laughs> no, I do not know that show.
1: So there was a deputy on the show named Nicodemus, and I don't know if I just <laughs> liked the name Nicodemus. But um, around that time, I was really interested, and I always wanted to hear the Gospels. And I think maybe just because for kids, the Gospels are more interesting. Right. So we always wanted to hear the Gospels, and I got really interested in the story of Nicodemus, and I think because I thought it was that Nicodemus. Right. <laughs> but yeah. So we always... Um, I got really interested in Nicodemus, and I wanted to hear the story of Nicodemus over and over and over. And so at that time, again, I was almost 9 or almost 10, around 9, and um, I remember, like, the story of Nicodemus and him saying, how do you get born again? And um, I remember being really interested in that. And my dad was a truck driver, so most nights he was home, but some nights he was away. And I think this was one night that he was away, and I remember asking my mom about, like, being born again, and um, and I remember at that time realizing that I wanted Jesus to save me, too. So I remember, like, kneeling down by her bed and praying on her purple carpet Aww. and asking Jesus to come save me, um, and I'm, so that was how I, how I got saved. Right. So um, then for my 10th birthday we went and bought my first Bible. Um, it was my first King James Bible because my parents wanted to make sure we got a an adult Bible.
0: Right, So we which went. is interesting. If yeah. you were kind of raised assembly of God, even though they didn't go to church, mm-hmm. but they like gave you a KJV Bible, yeah. it's a little, com- yes. not, I don't want to say conflicting, but
1: like also. Uh, my mom was very strict on you. Had to have a King James Bible. Right, so yeah, yeah. We um we got our King James Bibles, and I actually still have that Bible. So um, I don't read it much, but because um, it's, it's neat though looking back to see like what I highlighted as I was growing yeah. up and but I had like a lot of nosebleeds so that bible's got Bless like, it. Blood <laughs> all over it. it's kind of gross but um but yeah so we have that bible and um best story ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um uh, so that's when I was 10 I got saved um and then there wasn't a whole lot going on though because well we did kind of go to a church around that time but not as a family it Mm -hmm. was kind of weird like it was uh, my great granny me and my sister my mom would take me and my sister and my great granny and drop us off at church (laughs) and then come back and pick us up (laughs) y'all have fun (laughs) i have no idea like what was going on there but um and then um we just kind of stopped going i I Mm -hmm. actually i kind of think like after my grandma died my the pastor of that church to the funeral, and my mom didn't like how we did it, and Aww. so we stopped going to that church. Yeah. Um, and then I don't think we ever went to church again as a kid. Like, I, that was the last time I remember going to church. Right. Um, we did have – there was a church across the street from our house, and it was a Baptist church, and we weren't Baptists. So yeah. But our friends went there, and sometimes I remember we went to GAs a couple of times, went to youth a couple of times, but never, like – We went to church there we just kind of went with our friends yeah not
0: consistently yeah
1: so um yeah that was like that was my church experience as a child um but then when I was um 14 um we got the internet which was (laughs) um not a great experience because it was like the 90s 96 97 Mm -hmm. um and a teenage girl having unsupervised internet right. was not a good thing. Yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of time between being like 14, 15 years old, unsupervised, on the internet, spending a lot of time talking to grown men. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. It was not a good And that good was time. like
0: prime time. <laughs> oh, at, yeah. Like, I don't think that maybe parents really understood oh right yeah what was going on and what you could get yourself into but that was for sure like a big issue right well I mean still now but absolutely and it was
1: all about like um fantasy because you were whoever you wanted to be yeah like so um yeah I spent a lot of time not doing things I should have been doing in that time so um it probably was um yeah, probably. Hmm. My parents didn't know probably a lot of things that I was doing at that right. time. Um, but there was a good thing that came out of that because, um, it, you know, what you did is you went in chat rooms. And you found people to talk to. And then you you found the people and you sent them instant messages. And then you would talk to them on instant messages. Right. Um, and so I remember there was this one day I was talking to people and I was getting bored and actually that's even worse because then you start doing other things but right so I I was getting bored and I was getting ready to sign out and I got a message from this guy and I remember I had seen his name in one of the chat rooms and it was a Christian chat room which is even worse so the people in those rooms are even worse for sure yeah no for sure (laughs) I was about to sign out and this guy messaged me and um, and you always the conversations always started the same, what's your name and what's your age? And this guy was like, his name was Wally and he was sixty-nine and I was like really uh-huh. like uh uh-huh. so I was like, okay, whatever, I'm getting ready to sign out. And he kept talking and he's like talking about Jesus though. And like he talked to me about Jesus for ever. And we ended up talking about Jesus for three years. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. He ended up becoming like one of the greatest influences on my life. Was he Um, 69? He was literally a 69 year old man. Wow. Named (laughs) Wally. (laughs) And, um, he ended up being like a really big influence. He sent me, um, um, commentaries and studies and he, he really helped to shape my view of the bible wow so yes something
0: that could be horribly wrong turned around for the glory of god yes that's crazy yes he was a
1: great great man he um he was a big big person in my life who really really taught me um taught me who god is wow (laughs) um that was a a great thing that came out of something bad yeah um and actually Wally ended up talking to my mom on the phone several times.
0: Life is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Where does Wally live?
1: Wally actually and it was fo- so funny. I lived in Raleigh. Wally lived in San Diego. Okay. Um and so Wally Wally told my mom on the phone went down that I was going to do great things for God. So we're going to see if, if Wally's predictions come Well, you're through. but it's <laughs> but we'll true see. already.
0: You but, do yeah. do great things so, for God now. Yeah. yeah. And I, it was.
1: um yeah, I really loved Wally. I don't know if Wally ever knew how much he meant in my life. Yeah. But we'll see. It's
0: almost like um, He was a spiritual grandpa. He was. All of a sudden. He really was. (laughs) That's so crazy.
1: But so also um, at this time when I was um, talking to Wally, I had um, gone to visit my great granny. My great granny was really big in my life too. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were visiting her and she had mentioned to me that she couldn't see to read her Bible and she was so sad about it. And so we, I am like 14. I was like, I'll read you your Bible. So This said, reminds
0: me of Little Women. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. What, have you seen that movie? I it's, haven't seen the movie. I'm so sorry. No, I started
1: trying to read the book and then I never got through it. No, I don't read
0: the book. So just watch the movie. You and me will get together and watch this movie. And it, and sorry to sidetrack you. But just for a second, these uh, the girls, the March sisters, go over to their aunt, who's actually like a mean lady. I'm yeah. sure your great-grandma is not. And like, read the Bible to
1: her. oh
0: Okay, that I'm so that was not even worth that story. But go ahead. But no, so, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> (laughs) So I'm 14, that's my grandday. I was like, I wanna read you the Bible. So I started calling her every night to read the Bible to her. But I'm a weirdo, so I started in Revelation. (laughs) (laughs) you are like, we're gonna get exciting. Okay, first off. At the time it's what I was interested in. So I was like, okay, so we started Revelation and we made it it as like my first attempt. I'm like, I'm gonna read the Bible. Yeah. So we made it from Revelation to Matthew. Wow. Um, but then so I'm in high school and I started my first job, and we got to the point where I was like. What was Getting your first busy. job? Just uh, interested. Sorry. Okay, listen. I worked at the so shoe show. So you don't have show, to tell me. Which was a shoe store. People like in Georgia think of something else. It's a shoe store. <laughs> like, what possibly could a shoe listen, show be? Look, people tell me it's other stuff, but it's a shoe store. And um, This episode's off the rails. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. A shoe
0: store was your first job, but that was yes. not the point. I was just yes. curious. Go ahead. No,
1: so I got to the point, though, where I was working later, and I was going to school and doing homework, and it got to the point where it was getting late when I was calling Granny, and she was falling asleep while we were reading, so (laughs) it, it ended up being, like, um, maybe, like, my junior, senior year of high school, we got to the point where, like, we just stopped reading, Mm -hmm. and at that point, I started losing touch with Wally, and so things started taking a turn, right, um, and then when I was 19, I met Justin, and so at this point, I'm kind of, like, how'd y'all meet? At the shoe show! Oh my (laughs) gosh! (laughs) Yes, because I had a friend that worked there with me, and she went to school with Justin, and and he would come hang out at, at work with us. I don't know, because like, he of,
0: was interested.
1: Like, <laughs> was, yeah, we we had an interesting job. Like we just hang out. I don't know. Right, right. But, but um, yeah. So um, met him. We started dating. Um, at this point in my life, I'm not going to church. I'm not reading my Bible. I'm just living. So but, um, yeah. Um. We got married. Okay, well, we were engaged for three years before we got married. Yeah. At some point, like his his uh, stepdad is like, "Are you guys actually getting married?" And we were like, <laughs> "This oh, is no. happening. Maybe we should pick a date." So, <laughs> so we uh, we got married. Um, we had Phoenix in two thousand seven. Okay. Um, and I remember, so I had a job, and I really loved my job. I was really good at my job, and I remember when I had Phoenix and I came home from the hospital. I remember. Coming in to my house and sitting down and kind of like looking around, my mom was there. I'm thinking my aunt was there. And I remember just like feeling so empty. Mm. Like, I'm looking around like I don't have a job anymore because I quit my job when I had Phoenix. Right. Because in my mind, I was like, I can't be a mom and go to work. And like in my mind, you can't do both. Mm. So I quit my job and I remember just feeling empty and useless and like, I don't have a purpose. Kind of lost. Like I have no yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember and at that point, what I needed was somebody to be like, your purpose isn't Jesus. Yeah. But what I got was people saying, oh, you don't need a job, you have a baby and, and that was not good for me. Right. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and I honestly, I had a little bit of postpartum. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, what I needed was people to say, seek Jesus, and what I got was people saying, here's a baby. <laughs> and and so, then you felt like the worst
0: mother ever yeah. because you didn't feel
1: fulfilled and all these things, probably. Right. And well, then, only
0: because I went through the same thing. That's right. what I'm guessing. Yes.
1: So then I a- actually ended up in the hospital two weeks after I had Phoenix. I had complications and mm. ended up back in the hospital, and it just was a very trying time. Um, yeah. I don't know how I got through it. I, I I, just know God showed me grace when I didn't deserve yeah. it. So, um We ended up, um, I don't know, we got through it. Yeah. And then, um, when Phoenix was two years old, I went back to work. Um, my boss called me and was like, are you ready to come back to work? And I was like, sure. So I got my mom to stay home with Phoenix and I went back to work. And then I know in 2010 was the worst year of my life. And I don't like, in my mind, I just seared in my mind. 2010 was the worst year of my life. Um, me and Justin were fighting on every single holiday. Mm. (laughs) Um, uh, Justin lost his job that year. Uh, Phoenix was having just medical issues; her skin was just like horrible all over. Like, wow. Um, we wrecked my car on the, it was actually on the anniversary of the day that I wound up back in the hospital. Like everything wow. was like just that was the worst year. And um, I remember like thinking like, gosh, I don't even like this guy. Why are we married? Mm. Like it was just a horrible, horrible year. Yeah. And I remember on um, New Year's Eve that year just thinking like gosh I'm just so glad that it can never be 2010 again um I, I remember singing that on new year. <laughs> it like it'll never be 2010 Goodbye, again <laughs> you're the worst year <laughs> yes so um but then um so sometime remember I have bible verses that just I hear in my head yeah so I remember like 2011 sometime in that year I'm driving home from work, and I just hear in my head, like, draw near to God, and he'll draw near to you. Yeah. And um, I didn't think much of it. I just kind of let it go. But it is stuck with me for several, several days, enough for me to pull out my Bible and look it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's actually James 4, 8. All right. And I have got the verse. Pretty and it sweet. says, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you cleanse your hands you sinners purify your hearts you double-minded right so that was kind of like where my life was at that point choose a path which one you're gonna take right so me and justin kind of were going to his parents church a little bit Mm -hmm. um at this point phoenix was in a christian dance studio and they had a mother-daughter bible study once a month so i signed me and phoenix up for that
0: okay yeah
1: and that was really cool too they had um uh, Ginger and Christy were the, um, dance studio leaders. So Ginger took the girls, Christy took the moms, and you'll never guess, <laughs> I walked in there, the, uh, study they were doing was the book of James. <laughs> so. God's like, here's your path.
0: <laughs> right? So,
1: um, and that was actually really, really cool, because Christy taught us how to, like, look for applications of, or look for attributes of God in, in the sections. Yeah. And then, she taught us how to look for like applications in your life and so it was actually a really good study for us and um then I um I ended up doing that study with Phoenix for two years so we did the book of James and then we did the life of Jesus and it was it was actually a really good study and I learned a lot but we still really never went to church we kind of bounced in and out a little bit Mm -hmm. um and then surprisingly oh well we had Gannon That was a good thing. I I tend to forget about that. Gannon Gannon came along the way. (laughs) Yeah, Gannon kind of hit the ground running and never stopped. right. (laughs) um, Then, um, so it was surprising. Justin um, brought up the idea of moving to Georgia because of his job and kind of surprised both of us when I was like, yeah, let's do it because I was the kind of person who was at my mom's house every day, like two or three times a day. Wow, yeah. Like nobody would ever think like I would be like, yeah, let's move away. But... We did. Yeah. And that was probably the best thing that I ever did for my marriage because like mm. it was just me and Justin. Like we didn't know you anybody. We had to in unify for Right. for sure. Yes. So, um so we did that yeah. <laughs> and um that was great. But um we moved here 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were here for like I don't know, about 8 months, I think. But I worked from home. We didn't know anybody. So, again, it's, like, not really great. Like Still it's just, isolated. Yeah. It. Yeah. So, um, so then we decided, um, his boss was like, you need to find a church so you can meet some people. Wow. Yeah. So then we, um, not calling out any churches. So we, found, we got a, a <laughs> flyer for a church. And we're like, let's go find this church. So we set out to find the church, but we didn't know where anything was. And we wound up at a different church down the street from, from over yonder and we, we go and we're like oh it was okay like we went to lunch and we're talking about it and we're like yeah it, it was okay and mr willard really yes he comes over and he's like you guys should try oakland heights we have a great kids program Aww. and we we're like okay so, well, so the next week we were out of town and then the following week we we're like let's go find the oak place so right <laughs> so we're like we go to find the oak place, and we wound up at the wrong church, and they didn't even have a kids' program. They're <laughs> like, "Dad, come on, this isn't the right place. <laughs> so then the next week, we're like, okay, let's go find the oak place. And Was Google around at this time? Boom. <laughs> well, then Justin's like, oh, well, they said something about tractor supply. So we wound up at the right place. That is always the
0: landmark, right? right Every yes. time I invite people to church, I'm like, you know, the tractor yes, supply. go find the tractor <laughs>
1: supply. <laughs> yeah. So then we walked in, and we met, like, Debbie McHag and we're like, oh, this is awesome. Aww. And then it just happened that day that, uh. That Joe was preaching about um, God never intended for anybody to be alone. Oh, wow. And so we've been there ever since. That is so awesome. So like you said, now I'm serving in the women's ministry, and I'm just kind of hoping that God can help me to encourage some ladies. (laughs) Yeah, I know you have already. I
0: think that it's been really neat to see, you know, um, when you've stepped in there and I don't know how it all comes about, but it's like there's a vision, and you're super humble and kind, and you're always so warm and inclusive for everybody. I hate using certain words nowadays. (laughs) I feel like they mean different things, but I I just mean like inclusive, like you make everybody feel welcome, and it's not clicky, and you're very intentional in your relationships uh, with everybody. So I really appreciate you anyways as a person, but especially leading the ministry. You know, I think it's been amazing, and I think you're amazing.
1: Oh, and I love you. <laughs> yeah, I just hope ladies feel loved, so. Well, I think they no. do.
0: So, in your time now that you've, like, you know, been threaded in in the church, um, hands and feet, you know, all that kind of stuff, um, how have you felt like God's been teaching you now? Like, what things um, has God been growing you lately that you've noticed? Does that make sense? Um. Sorry, I, like, pop questions in you like Yeah, really?
1: like, if you had to ask. That I was like very try. rude. Um. <laughs> I think mostly what God's working on me right now is um just the need to share what he's done for me Mm -hmm. like um I spent a lot of time like I love serving in children right but I spent a lot of time hiding in children because I don't like to talk to people yeah so I think it's just the need to um to share the gospel and just to to get out there and be willing to to share -hmm.
0: yeah to be like bold yeah yeah no i me too (laughs) (laughs) all right well cool is there anything else you wanted to share i don't think so all right well i love you all right i hope y'all enjoyed that episode thanks again hope for coming and being on this podcast and just sharing what god's done in your life and i hope that uh y'all that have heard this episode that you just really took something away From there, that just helps you with your relationship with the Lord and just helps get you into gear uh, where you're supposed to be so that you are able to walk right with him and be in his will. So if y'all have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com and I'll talk to y'all next Monday. (laughs)